Shopify presents Cool Sheets from AHA to Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my AHA moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoiced. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Three, two, one. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Oh. 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 Yeah. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! <laughs> like, like the twin brothers tonight, indeed, hitting it right on point. Welcome in, guys. We are in Houston, Texas. We were in Texas earlier this uh, this summer vacation for Dallas. Now we're in Houston. Exciting. I mean, Nick's <laughs> on location. We're so clean in Houston tonight. Let's get things started because we got a busy show, got good guests. Welcome in, Justin Jesus Herrera. Uh, yes, sir. We're good to be in Southeast Texas. I love this area. Um, you know, you got to love it. You're down in where the alligators are. You're in Houston. You're just a stop away from New Orleans, everything. But the big thing is it's TSS fantasy time. Let's go. Let's liven it up because Houston Texans sometimes, you know, that can be a unlively subject sometimes. <laughs> Especially when you have a pen clicking nonstop. Also, welcome into the studio, Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me in. And yes, it is true. Everything is bigger in, in Texas. So uh don't forget to go to my Twitter page at Penn Flanders on Twitter, and please do not forget to go to tssfantasy.com check out all of our rankings all of our merchandise all of our little quips and and things we got to say on there it's it's a full website fully comprehensive we are ready to go 
You sold it better than commission. I know, yeah. man. It's like I, I have this list I got to go through, and now y'all screwed me up, Nick. Come on, bro. Listen, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Why? Well, you want to watch us, first of all. But secondly, you automatically get entered to win a Justin Jefferson jersey signed by our friend from Christine Auction. Justin's got it there ready to ship out. We're going to give that away July 4th on 4th of July. How fun will that? How American can that be? Giving that away. Just hit subscribe. That's all you got to do. No big deal, right? Nick sold it, tssfantasy.com. Hit it up. We got all our great stuff on there. The round table. We got our merchandise, as Nick as Nick mentioned. We do a show on your fantasy league. You want to take your league to the next level? Check that out as well on, as well on there. Also, we're getting close to that time. We get pick them contests. We got all kind of cool stuff coming. Go to Underdog Fantasy. Hit the promo code TSS. Double that deposit up to $100. We're going to have contests all season long, including, we'll include some Gatorland tickets, including the money that's already in there. But we'll also throw on top some Gatorland tickets, Miami Dolphin tickets. It'll be all kind of fun stuff for you. Get involved today. Justin, why do we do that? Because we are the show of the people. It's the fantasy show of the people, indeed. All right. The people. The The people. people. Listen, the doc also came with us all the way to Houston. We got a house call for Houston. Let's check it out. Look, I'm a doc, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. The doctor is in. We, I keep doing that. I don't know why I keep forgetting about uh, changing that. <laughs> Nobody wants to see my face that close up. We, although we are in Texas and everything is bigger in Texas. Welcome to Houston. We are here. We are live and ready to look over this Texans team. Welcome to the studio, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Yes, great to be here in Texas with you. Indeed. All right. Like I said, everything is bigger, maybe bigger expectations for them this season. David Mills, to talk about the quarterback position, shown some brilliance last year when basically looked like to be the forgotten man on this roster, but started to emerge last year a little bit in some games, although be a garbage time. But even during non-garbage time, David Mills showed up and played pretty decent. Um, I was looking through his history, not a lot, but he hasn't played a lot either, so that would make a lot of sense. So, going to you, talking about raising the expectations for David Mills this year, what's his percent to the bench for this upcoming season? His first season, his production in 13 games was one of the few positives last year for Houston, right? They, They weren't expecting much. And uh, he did play in 13 games, but you got to say, you know, he also had three DNP coaches decisions last year. So, you know, a lot of his, his upside that we're looking back on was potentially garbage time. Potentially they weren't expecting much out of him. Um, I really don't have a whole lot to say about him, except why are you drafting him? Right. Is he in anybody's top 20? So like if you draft him, great. He's probably going to play most of the season, but not going to score you a lot of points. So 10% of the bench, next man up. 
To be fair, for the Houston Texans, there's kind of slim pickings in fantasy. So I had to go with some skilled position guys. David Mills would be that guy. However, how about a guy that's, you know, the quiet assassin in fantasy? Brandon Cooks, another guy that really, now we know everywhere he goes, he does great. He did great New England. He does great, did great with the Rams. But for some reason, he just seems to always be the forgotten about man. And Houston, it was the same thing last year, but it made sense because we just talked about who was going to be quarterback. We didn't even know it was a Tyrod Taylor, was it David Mills. We weren't sure. But Brandon Cook still put in a pretty decent campaign, getting up there in age, however, Doc. So percent to the bench for Brandon Cooks. And you expect him to get a lot of targets, right? There's like a talent black hole sitting there right now. So he's going to get the ball thrown to him. But if you look back, he's he's good to play in the vast majority of games, but he's going to miss a game or two. You look back over the last couple of seasons, he's, he's good for 14, 15 games. He's not good for 17 games. So given that this segment is the percent to the bench, the percent he's going to miss at least one game with injury, we're 85% to the bench. He's going to be there, but probably briefly. Ooh, man, 85%. That was big, but at least it's brief. So at least maybe you'll have two bye weeks for Brandon. Um, but again, he showed up big and big time moments last year, along with David Mills. So who knows? We, you know, again, it's at the beginning of the year. Anything's possible and big expectations for Houston. Um, at least better expectations from what they had last year. All right, Dr. Miller, we appreciate you. We got one more stop in the AFC South. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Doc gave 85% to the bench for Brandon Cooks. Oh, man. I, I said it might be brief, but, you know, again, can't predict injuries. That's just Doc's little little thing he likes to do. Anyway, all right, Justin, were you able to get that loaded up? Because that was my bad. If not, we're just going to bring our guest in. Yeah, yeah, bring them in. I, I still got to load it up real quick. Yeah, I'll it. get That's it up there real quick. Don't worry I, about I, it. I, I screwed up. Just thought, you know, we like to do our little uh, team intro, and I totally forgot to load it up for our guest tonight. So my bad on that. Totally slipped. <laughs> he said he said 60 seconds. I did. During, during, <laughs> during, during Dr. South call, I'm texting Justin Neal, bro. Can you do this in, like, 30 seconds? Like, as you, Can you load it up? All right, let's welcome in Matthew Briggs from – now, you're from the Texans Battle Fan Podcast and the – I'm going to screw it all up. Let everyone know where they uh, where you're from, Matt. My bad. So you can find me on the AFC South Fan Battle, but also at the – I talk Texans at the Texans Fan Battle Podcast as well. Awesome. All right. Thank you, sir. I want to make sure I did it. It is a mouthful. It, it is a mouthful. <laughs> a lot of battling for yeah, sure. A lot. Robert, my friend, welcome into the studio. Where where can we find all your great stuff? Where are you from, my friend? I'm with uh, Houston Sports Talk, the podcast. We're on YouTube as well, but been doing it for 11 years, over a thousand episodes weekly, Ooh, wow. and awesome. um, just plenty of Texans uh, as guests over the years as well. So um, this has been we do also we do everything. It's Astros and Rockets and Houston Cougars, but. Uh, yeah, the Texans, uh, we're usually doing post-game shows after games on Sunday. So, yeah. Nice, nice. All right, it's going to be interesting to see what you got in Fantasy Feud Texans tonight. Can't wait to see that. You got all those episodes. We're going to test that knowledge tonight. Let's talk about the Texans 
outlook this season. Last year, of course, we know wasn't that great, four and thirteen, but third in the AFC South because you know the Jags are there. You know what the Jags are like. You guys, you guys know all about that. Um, started out one and zero actually. Speaking of the Jags last year, and they went on an eight game losing streak. Unfortunately, you know you had some questions going into the season at quarterback. Would it be Tyrod Taylor be your starter? David Mills, like, you know, you heard me talking about him as he emerged. We all saw what he did last year towards the end of the season, so did well. You added in free agency Marlon Mack uh, to beef up the running game, which, you know, that's not a bad grab. Marlon Mack has been that guy that everyone's talked about, like, could emerge, could emerge. Now he's got his chance um, in Houston, so that that could be key for you as well. You made some key offseason moves um, for the defense as well. So the defense last year – um, did not play very well. You were 31st against the rush, 23rd against the pass. Um, so had to make some upgrades there, which you did in free agency. Also in the draft as well, um, Derek Stingley being the first with the cornerback position, Jalen Petrie as well. Damian Pierce also, that's a, another good uh, draft pick to beef up again the running game that wasn't all that great last year. Um, and also with the rookie receiver, John I'm scared if I'm going to screw this up. Metchi as well. So in the uh, offensively, 28th uh, against the pat, or excuse me, 28th in passing yards, 32nd, just like I talked about in the rush. Not too good there. So my prediction this year for you guys, a little bit better than last year. Six Six and 11 for you guys. Okay. Um, All right. Um, Thank you for that, Justin. Let's go back to – all right, that's my prediction. We're going to go to Matt Surf. Let's go to you first. Give me your prediction and outlook for the Texans 2022 season. Yeah, you said it. Um, You know, we we were at bottom of the rank, but, um, you know, a lot of people didn't know who our starting quarterback is. So that did help us on the defense side. Um, The defense was on the field 90 times – 90% of the games. So that hurt our uh, our defense because first half defense looked good, in the second half uh, they they got tired. They made some bonehead mistakes. Um, also, uh, we like you said four and, and thirteen, but David Coley cost us a lot of games. Uh, we should have won that New England game. We should have beat your Dolphins. Uh, we we should. I mean, there's a lot of games that we should have won, but bad coaching fumbled us. Uh, so we got Lovey Smith, who I think was a great. Uh, pickup, uh, great defensive minded coach. So I think that is going to help us. Uh, like you said, we had a great, a great draft. Um, Mechie is going to help us in offense. So is uh, Pierce. We got AJ Cam, which a lot of people are sleeping on. Um, he helped uh, Robinson run the ball greatly. That was missing last year for us. So I say our ceiling is going to be eight games and our floor there's going to be six games. Mm, but I, yeah. I do believe um, the most underrated draft pick was the safety at Baylor. I think he is the best tackler in college football. And if they put him like they did uh, Tillman in Chicago, Peanut Tillman, play him everywhere, safety, slot, corner, uh, he, he's, he's just going to sum down. So uh, I see a, a great value out of him. Matt feeling the Houston glow for sure. Robert, what say you, sir? What's your outlook for the Texans this season? Well, I'm going to say six and 10. They're going to look a hell of a lot better on the field 
you know, like you said, they got a real coach. Cully was not a real coach. Levy Smith. Uh, it's amazing to me that it's taken him this long to get back into the NFL because, you know, he was incredible with the, with the bears with not a great quarterback at all. So just keep that in mind, but I'm going to throw something out at you that could be interesting. Fantasy people might want to look at this Davis mills, the quarterback versus Joe Burrow in their rookie years, the Super Bowl quarterback last year. You know, this is Davis Mills' second year. Last year was Joe Burrow's second year. Burrow started 10 games his first year through 13 interceptions or 13 touchdowns, I should say. Mills started 11 through 16 touchdowns. Burrow, five interceptions. Mills, a little bit more, 11 interceptions, although one more game. And then Burrow, 65.3% of his passes for 2,688 yards. Mills completed. 66.8% 66.8% for 2,604 or 2,664 yards. Uh, Burrow 10.2 yards per catch. Mills 10.1 yards. Their their numbers are what I'm saying are, were almost identical their rookie season. And I'm not saying he's Joe Burrow, but you might want to just keep an eye on that because uh, it's pretty similar. And look, Davis Mills was the best quarterback coming out of his class out of high school. You know, you got to remember that this is not some scrub. He was injured and only played 14 games in college. You know, they eased him in last year. They started the year with Tyrod Taylor. So uh, keep all of that in mind. And the offensive line is going to be way better because not only with uh, uh, the guard that uh, was just mentioned uh, a little bit earlier, um, but also you got to look at they just got a first-round pick in Kenyon Green, a, a bulldozer at guard, and they moved Titus Howard to tackle. He was miscast at guard the last year, which just blew everybody's minds that watched the team because the guy was a tackle coming out of uh, coming out of college, a really good one, and he was a tackle his first year, and he looked like he was going to be a really good tackle. So the running game could be better. Offensively, there's a lot of things that could make this team better, not just those guys but the running backs too. Yeah, wow, indeed. Well, Nick, what do you say for the Houston Texans? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. It don't look good. Uh, I'm going to go five and 12. Uh, I don't, I don't think the addition of, of Lovey Smith is going to be enough. 
Your defense is going to be on the field about the same time. You just don't have anybody. Uh, you got, you got Brandon Cooks. That's it. Uh, you, you chose Davis Mills over Baker Mayfield. I mean, I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan, but you said, you said, no thanks, Baker. So, uh, I don't see any, any help for this team. Uh, they don't have any playmakers. Uh, nobody wants to play for them. Everyone can't wait to leave. So, uh, I'm going to say five and 12. Nick. This is our Houston celebration show. We bring our guests in. We don't just poop on the team. Like I'm being honest. I I got you, but let's just have a little bit of like, you know, nobody wants to play. It's doom and gloom for the Houston Texans. They got nice uniforms. I'm optimistic on Houston. (laughs) And and Davis Mills, honestly, you know, I I am kind of high on him. All right, Justin, let's hear your thoughts on Houston. Uh, I'm going six and 11. Um, I think that they do have some good players there. They have some, you know, young potential players. I still want to see what Nico Collins can do. Um, mm-hmm. I was big on him coming out of Michigan. He was a good tracker of the ball. He's got some good speed to him. He's a 6'2 guy, somebody you could use, you know, cross the middle. You can use him as a deep thread if you want to use Brandon Cooks in the slot a little bit more. Mechie is a little up and down. He's had injury history. But, you know, at Alabama, he was a good wide receiver, and Alabama is known for dishing out a lot of good wide receivers the past couple drafts. So definitely somebody to look there. One guy I'm really looking at, especially in fantasy, is Brevin Jordan. I think yes, he some talent coming into it. He was a little bit fat going into last camp. They noted that. He slimmed down throughout the season, and he started to look really good. Um, Davis Mills, uh, I mean – you can't hate the guy. He came out of nowhere. I mean, he was in Stanford. He was a second-round pick. He didn't really come out of nowhere. But, you know, he came out of nowhere last year and, and actually had a good season. You know, they had my 49ers rolling in that second half. They beat the Chargers. Um, one thing I'll say about Lovey Smith, he's going to push this defense, which this defense needs. They need to be pushed, and he's going to be the guy that's going to be getting the most out of whatever's there. So – when I look at this, I look at it, it's going to be a very uh, progressive 6-11. and 11. Uh, Hopefully, Lovey Smith continues to be their head coach because I think they need somebody who's got a little bit more of a firm control, can really, like, talk to the boys and be like, hey, like, we need to freaking get this thing going and maybe sticks around for, like, two, three years so they can actually get something going and maybe get back to those uh, glory years of the Andre Johnsons and the, the early Deshaun Watson years. Yeah, they're so, really good. yeah, no, indeed. I mean, I, I, I forgot to mention the acquisition of Lovey Smith. And, man, I cannot wait for Christmas time because, man, if that man don't look like Santa with that beard, man, <laughs> I cannot wait. Definitely got to feature him for sure during Christmas time. All right, listen, speaking of Christmas time, looking at this schedule, I'm going to go to you, Robert, first. Give me a game on your schedule that you are really excited for. Well, you got to be excited about the Chiefs because Mahomes, and even without a Tyree kill, he's the most talented quarterback we've seen in, in, in maybe forever as far as just the whole package worth of skills and stuff like that. Not saying he's the best, and I know there's Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning and all those guys. Joe Montana, you can name all the names, but uh, he's so much fun to watch. The Chiefs' offense is always a challenge. It, it, you'd like to see – what the Texans can do against the better teams and against the better offenses. And, 
you know, the, the Texans defense this year, uh, it's going to be better because uh, Petrie, the safety, he's a, a really good draft choice. There's a lot of people that thought very highly of him. The Texans have always had a bunch of garbage at safety for the most part through their history. So to have a guy that was the, the highest drafted safety the Texans have ever picked in the draft uh, and, and somebody with some real potential and some real leadership and some real talent and some feel for the game, with Lovey Smith behind him. And then uh, Stingley, who's a cornerback that was, a, you know, we're talking about the third pick in the draft, potentially the most talented cornerback in the draft. If you add somebody like those two guys, with, again, with Lovey Smith, you know, mixing more things in another year to, you know, do, do more of what he does. And this guy can coach defense as good as anybody in NFL history. So, yeah, th- you could say, well, th- their defense doesn't look a whole lot more. No, it does look a whole lot more talented than it did. And Levy Smith is a dang good coach and did a fantastic job considering how much that defense was on the field last year because the offense sucked. And it wasn't necessarily Davis Mills' fault, the offensive line, the running game. There was other issues. But, um, no, there's a very good chance that a lot of this team can look a lot better. And that they might not have the wins to show for it, but they're going to look better in the losses. And they're going to look better from a fantasy perspective for sure because I think there's more things that they can do on offense if they're going to be on the field more often. Yeah, indeed. He's sticking that right to you, Nick. All right, Matt, to you, sir. Give me a game on the schedule. Well, it, it depends on the outcome of Deshaun Watson. If Washington gets to play, you, you have to say it's the Cleveland Browns game at Houston. Uh, he's, come, he's coming back to enemy territory. Uh, what what he did to, to uh, Frenchy or lefties, the uh, Philly cheese shop left a lot of uh, bad taste in people's mouth. So I would say that one. But uh, I'm going to say Philadelphia, the Thursday night game. Uh, you know, it's a primetime game. Smith and they, and Smith and Brown as uh, the receivers over there. So it's going to be a real good matchup. Um, but I have to say on the offensive side, a lot of people are forgetting that Rams game last year. Davis Mills had somebody call play calls other than Tim Kelly, and that's Pep Hellington. A lot of people forget about Pep Hellington. He made Andrew Luck, he made Justin Herbert, and look what he did! Look what he did with uh, uh, Mills the last half of the season. Made him look like a stud. So Man. he has a whole year with him. Um, a new new system, West Coast offense instead of let's hold on to the ball for seven seconds and see what happens, like Tim Kelly does. So it's going to be a whole different ball game. So I, I, I'm going to say to Philadelphia, especially if they get the run game with Pierce. And uh, Matt going uh, is going to be a great one-two punch. All right, so just like Robert, Matt sticking it right back to you, Nick. Tell me the favorite game on the schedule, calling out your Philly Eagles. Uh, I'm not worried about them. Um, It's got to be week one. It's got to be week one because right now uh, the the Colts and the Titans are the class of the division. So you want to see how you match up. How good are you? So you want to be able to come out punch them in the mouth right from jump and then see if you can hold see if you can hold it see if your offensive line can block for for your backs you got uh, Damian Pierce who's going to be a real good run, running back i think he's i think he's your number one back right now as i'm looking on the depth chart they got they got Marlon Mack number 2 yeah, and then of course you got to see what uh, cooks and uh, davis what they've been doing in the off season so let's let's see what they got now I would I would love to be wrong. I would love to see the 
the Texans have a real good season, but uh, as of as it stands right now, I th- I think they're going to be third again. Uh, you got to you, you got to thank your lucky stars for Jacksonville. All right, you already uh, given, you've already given your prediction, bro. You're, you're like you're like your kit. You're spiking the football at this point. Can, right. can, can I uh, say say something to Nick real quick? Sure, sure. <laughs> so just you, you know how you know how many home games the the Colts have won in the last uh, ten years, right? Uh, no, you can tell me. They have not won a week one game since 2011. That's including Ooh. the Jacksonville Jaguars two years ago. If you're so, in- don't. Don't be surprised if Indianapolis takes the L home. All right, if it, you're in a football pool, you got definitely take heed of that. All right, Justin, real quick, give me a good game, and I don't need your whole analysis like Nick, please. <laughs> All right, I, I'll skip the Brandon Cooks and the Davis Mills shitting on. I'll get straight to the point. Uh, Battle of Texas, Dallas. Um, I think that's going to be a great game. I mean, I'm Never always got- down for Dallas getting beat. So I hope you guys win that game. I really do. I'm putting sure <laughs> for that game. game. Let's go. Um, another one would be week three against the Bears. Lovey Smith returns home to, um, you know, pick on the Bears. I mean, the Bears are, at this point, a low-level team. So, you know, go pick up a W for Lovey. You guys Dallas is the- a good call, but it'll be a, it'll be more of a fight in the parking lot sometimes uh, <laughs> with that game than, there, than it will be on the field. If you if you know your if you know your Texans uh, Cowboys history, they don't they don't like each other the fan bases at all. Well, that's sad to hear. We're all in the same state, guys. Can't we just get along? I mean, come on. Listen, you guys missed the best game. I just mentioned it. Christmas Eve, Lovey Smith, Santa's coming to town. And you're playing the Titans. I mean, pretty big matchup down the stretch. Love that game for you guys. Can't wait to see it. And like I said, Lovey Smith coming to town indeed. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Fantasy Feud, Texan style. We'll be right back. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game, yet still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. Do you put them up? Reach the skies, let the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog. One time for the underdog. All right, for those that don't know, fantasy feuds, we're basically like family feud. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the question. Basically, you two just shout out the answer when you know it. Whoever get gets it gets control of the round. You have three strikes to close it out. If you don't, then the other guy gets the chance to steal. All right, it's time to play the feud. Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. 
Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. <laughs> Not going to be a long game tonight because we got Houston experts in the house, and this is Houston. All right, top five answers on the board, gentlemen. Here's the question. Give me the top five passing TD leaders all time in Texas history. Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub. Matt, he's numero uno on this list, 124. What else you got? Uh, let's go Sage Rosenfels. Sage Rosenfels from America's team. You know you got. Number four on this list with 24. Let's go Tom Savage. Tom, not so savage with passing to you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Deshaun Watson, of course. Deshaun Watson, of course. Oops, I hit the, I hit the fat fingers again. Here we go. with this. It's this new computer, man. Every time I got this fat finger thing where I slide the thing up, my bad. Yeah, blame it on the computer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's that. All right, 104. He's number two on this list. You got number three and number five. You got two strikes remaining. Uh, the uh, less talented Carr brother. Let's do David Carr. David Carr's sack monster. <laughs> All right, let's do um, Brock Aswaller. I mean, Brock Oswaller. Osweiler. <laughs> okay. One strike remaining. Number oh. five. TJ Yates. TJ Yates. <laughs> oh, hell no. Robert, you got a chance to steal. Do you know number five on this list? Oh, brother. It's Brian Fitzpatrick. Right. Good the, one. The beard. Number five on this list, Brian Hoyer. Nine, he has 19. I was in the vicinity. Close, <laughs> wow. close, close. Come on. It was close. All right. You know what's crazy, yeah. though? Davis Mills is probably either six or seven. He only played one he's season. Getting up, he is definitely – I think he's six on this list. He's definitely getting up there. It's ironic you say that. All right, let's move on to question number two. Matt, you're up 1-0. Give me top five answers on the board, the top five rushing yard leaders of all time. Aaron Foster. Aaron Foster. Number Uno on this list, 6,472. Who else you got? Uh, I don't know what name you use, but Dominic Davis or Dominic Williams. Do- yes, Dominic Williams is what they I got you, Coop. Thank you. Correct on there, 3,195. Uh, let's go Ben Tate. Ben Tate. Number five, number five on this list uh, with 1,992. You're missing three and four. Uh, let's go with uh, Ron Big Man Train Dane. Ron Dane. Okay. I forgot he was a Texan. I forgot. I just remember him in the Giants era. Um, 
Amon Green. Amon Green? Uh, oh, we got one strike left. You got three and four on this list. I think one of them's kind of obvious. Yeah, I, I would say so. Let's do Alfred Blue. Ooh, the black. All right, one strike, and all you got left is number three on this list. Alfred Blue is number four, 2,407. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You're my boy, Blue. Uh, You're my boy. Steve Slayton. Steve Slayton. You better sit back up in that chair, Justin. You got an X to hit. Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. I got to go to the next one. Let's see. I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. Robert, your chance to steal, my friend. Number three on this list. Oh, it's a lot of garbage years of rushers, but uh, Lamar Miller? Lamar! Robert steals it. It's uh, uh, Lamar Miller, 2,934 on this list. I totally forgot about Lamar. Let's go to question three. We're all tied up. Give me top five answers on the board. Top receiving touchdown leaders in Texas. Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. DeAndre. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're good. See, he's number one, 64 on this list. DeAndre Hopkins, of course. (laughs) Of course, DeAndre Hopkins. Number 54, or sorry, number two and 54 <laughs> touchdown, not number 54. <laughs> All right, you uh, got three, four, and five on this one. Owen Daniels. Owen Daniels, the big tight end. He was a good one. He, he was. was. That was that yeah. Matt Schaub era. 20, he's very, number three. Very number underrated. No, number three on this list with 29 TDs. All right, you got number four and five remaining. Let's do Kevin Walter. Kevin Walter. On fire right now. He's number five on this list with 24. And actually, the number four is tied with him with the same amount of TDs. Uh, CJ Bedorkwitz, I think that's how you say his name. I mean, when you can't pronounce the last name, you're right. in trouble. <laughs> Uh, J- 
Jacoby Jones. Jacoby Jones. Oof. Oh man, such an underrated player. I, man, uh, dude, Brad Miller. Oh, Brad Miller. The Sacramento King Center. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> oh man, Robert! I know that you probably know this one because he's going to kill himself when he doesn't get get it. Do you have a guess at number? Well, tied for number four on this list. Oh man, uh, I'm going to say, is it Brandon Cooks? Could he could he already be there? Oh, it is not Brandon Cooks. It is Will. Fuller. Oh yeah. Okay. Even though he was injured half the time when he was he, 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 he yeah he was we we didn't see him very often so it's hard to and he ran yeah. so fast it's hard to remember <laughs> that he was here like he just was like a, a just a ghost most of the time. Indeed. All right. All right, Matt, you got uh, the lead two one. We're going to question number four. If you win this, you take the game. Here we go. Top five answers on the board. Give me the top five teams. That you have the best winning percentage against? Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs. Robert? Oh, it's my turn. Uh, Jags. I'll say the Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars. They are on this list. They are number five. You are 27 and 13 all time against the Jags. 675% winning percentage. You got control, sir. What else you got? Oh, man. Uh, it's hard to remember much of the success anymore. But uh, You got to go back uh, to the Andre Johnson years. Let, let, let me go with the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. Fortunately, not on this list. Don't worry. This is one that stumps all the guests, so don't worry. You're you're in good hands. All right, you got uh, Jags number five, and you got two strikes remaining. Oh man, let me think here. Um, the Jets. The J E T S. Nope. nope. Not on that one, my friend. Two now you got one strike remaining. Only answer right now you got are the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number five. I don't think we've done that bad against the Titans. I'm gonna say the Titans. The Tennessee Titans. All right. What was that? It's a cat that says, no, 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 no. All right. <laughs> Matt, you have a chance to steal. You got a lot of meat on this bone. One through four. Give me a guess. Um, they suck. Uh, I guess I got wrong. No. Uh, they, they suck so long. I got to go with the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions. That's like the safe pick, isn't it? The Detroit Lions, you guys are four and one. They are number two on this list. You guys, uh, they're 800, like basically one through four are all tied. So number one on this list, the Bears, four and one. The Lions, four and one. 
The Miami Dolphins are number three. I'm about to throw this book. <laughs> eight, you, guys, you guys are eight and two against the Dolphins. Wow, I can't even believe it. The Bucks four and one. Those are your list. Now, mm-hmm. since Matt already won, I'll just read through the next question so you guys have this knowledge. These are the teams you have the top losing percentage against. The Eagles, you guys are 0-5 against the Eagles. You talked about that game earlier. You better get it because you need it. The Vikings, you are also 0-5 against them. The Ravens, 2-9 against the Ravens. And the rest are all tied at number four. The Seahawks, 49ers, Giants, Rams, and Packers, you are 1-4 against. So if you don't know... Now you know. Matt, congratulations, my friend. You are tonight's winner. And Robert, as tradition on our show, sir, my apologies, but you, sir, get the Dumbass of the Week Award. Dumbass. Thank you get nothing you lose good day sir great job on the houston texans trivia good job indeed all right we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to talk about individual performances for fantasy this season three bees honey farm a veteran owned and family operated company located in beautiful st cloud florida our honey is raw unfiltered and chemical free that means you get all the healthy benefits of honey plus pristine quality every time we also have a variety of products like handmade soaps body scrubs lip balms lotions and handcrafted wooden products for the home Buzz on over to our website, 3bshoneyfarm.com, to place your order today. Any order over $55 ships free in the United States. Follow us on social media and watch out for our subscriber specials. 3B's Honey Farm, where honey is where the heart is. You like that little heart at the end. Your boy's getting good at the graphics. All right, enough about that. We got rankings to hit up. Let's talk about the Texans. I'm ready. 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 So talking about fantasy, we talked about David Mills, talked about him a lot tonight. He was 29th in uh, 2021, 2,664 yards. You mentioned his touchdowns earlier and his interceptions in 11 games, not too shabby, but went two and nine as a starting QB. Um, So this year I got him around the same area. I'm just the weapons for me are still a question mark for me with the the Texans and the lines a little bit of a question mark for me as well. So that's kind of where I see David Mills as one of those, you know, again, we talked about best ball, one of those type guys that maybe um, he's going to have some good games. You talked about the Jags. um, That's going to be two games right there. You can guarantee Mills is going to do well. And if it's defense, isn't what we're expecting now. I know we talked about Lovey Smith being a defensive guru, but sometimes you just can't make things 
happen no matter what kind of coach you are. So that if the defense improves, great. But if it's still not very good, that means David Mills on the field a lot throwing to get into games. So fantasy perspective could be a decent play and a dark horse QB going forward. Justin, what do you say, my friend? I got him at a QB 28. He could move up to QB 26 where two is because I might like him a little bit more. <laughs> uh, but all, all seriousness, I mean, I think, you know, he, he's got some weapons around him. Um, we've seen quarterbacks be good on bad teams before. Um, I think that he has a chance to really become the franchise type of quarterback, just like Jalen Hurts had a chance last year and earned himself an extra year. Uh, all he's got to do is just keep doing what he's been doing. I mean, you say two and nine, that, I mean, that's a shit record, but at the end of the day, you know, if, if you're going out there, you're putting your effort out there and you've got a positive touchdown to interception ratio, you're doing something right. And, you know, they could use those picks to build around him. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think that Davis Mills has the chance to be in that, you know, 24 to 28 range, kind of where people are contemplating uh, Daniel Jones, uh, where I'm contemplating Tua, um, you know, Carson Wentz, all those guys. He kind of sticks out as somebody who you could take as a QB2 or maybe a QB3 and be just fine during the season. You just got to keep bringing up to it, don't you? And I'm sorry, I keep calling him David. It's Davis. My bad. I, I think someone should have corrected me at some point. I think I keep calling this guy David. My bad on that. All right, Nick, my friend, what do you got for uh, – I, I don't know. Don't tell me where he's at now. Where do you think he'll be at during the season? Uh, I think he could be – if he if he plays well, he could be 25. I th- I think uh, because I, I got some some quarterbacks in there that that he could surpass. Uh, he's going to have a full year under his belt. He's going to have OTAs. Uh, he's got time to gel with his line and, and his receivers. Last year, uh, what he did was with a short amount of time, he had twenty six hundred yards. So if you have if you just extrapolate those numbers outward. He could probably throw for about 35, 3,800 yards. So uh, look look for those. And, again, if the defense is on the field like we're all going to predict, they're going to be in garbage time. So he's going to be throwing a lot. So um, look for those numbers to expand greatly, and hopefully he'll go up to in the mid-20s. Well, that's um, not what Matt thinks. You said we all. I don't think Matt thinks that. All right, what do you think, Matt? Where do you, where do you have Davis, Davis Mills at this year? Have him at now or where he where he, where, where he might be. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna say he's gonna be 23, and the only reason why is because he's a sophomore, and we all know that there's a wall that sophomores hit. Uh, but I still think we're gonna get good um, predictions out of him. So I 23, uh, and also I like last year the defense was good in the first half, suck in the second half. So hopefully. They don't suck, period. And, you know, <laughs> he, he's not on the field constantly. And, and now he has a run game. So that it ain't no Mr. 100-year-old Rex Burkhead run the ball. That's, so, that's the hope of all fans. He was your leading rusher last season at 427. Trust that's me, Nick, I know all, that. That's <laughs> all, the hope of all fans is that their teams don't suck. All right, Robert, where do you think we're, we're at? Are we right on point or are we undercutting him? I think everybody's in the area. The thing with Davis Mills this year is 
you know, if if the offensive line improves quite a bit, which I think they will, it's it's going to make a huge difference because you know he's not going to be stuck with these third and longs like he had a lot last year, and he wasn't the guy that was going to get those third and longs at this point in, in his career. And I, I still think in his in year two, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. But I, I think you also have to keep an eye if Mechie is healthy, the mm-hmm. the receiver that they picked up who was a slot receiver. He didn't have a guy to really go as an outlet guy outside of Brandon Cooks, whenever there was an emergency last year, all he had was Brandon Cooks. If Mechie is there and they have a real slot wide receiver and a real outlet for him, when he gets in trouble, that moves the sticks. It gives him a lot more uh, ability to, to to pick up a lot more yardage. And the big thing is it gives him ability to get touchdowns, which, you know, that's where you get your real points at. Indeed. Here, yeah. Here's I, a, here's an example of how Texans fans are, hopeful of Davis Mills. I'm in a, a dynasty league in fantasy and a Texan fan traded me Joe Burrow straight up for Davis Mills. That's how no, we didn't. This is, yes, oh, put yes, me in that league. This is the <laughs> second I mean, time. Great. I, I, it needs to be noted. This is the second time tonight. There's been a Joe Burrow, Davis Mills comparison. Wow. This, this Granted, is, he did have uh, Josh Allen as his starting quarterback, but he did trade me Joe Burrow for Davis Mills. Very that interesting. Is- let's let's go on to the running back position. Marlon Mack right now, from what I read, was projected as their starter. Um, so I have him right now 48th ranked currently. We talked about the rookie, Damian Pierce being picked up. We'll see what emerges from there. But I, you know, again, in, in Florida, he was used more of a change of pace back. So I'm not sure, you know, if he's going to transition right away as a workhorse number one type back. You talked about Rex Burkhead still on the team. Don't forget last year in week, I think it was week 16, 149 yards, two TDs, two catches. The old man still got it. Justin, what do you think of this Texans backfield? Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I don't want any part of it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the correct answer. <laughs> you are um, a winner tonight. But but to be fair, if I'm in a dynasty league, I'll take Damian Pierce. I liked his tape coming out of college. He was a big bruising back out of Florida. Um, you know, limited snaps at Florida, but I don't really care when you get to the next level. That just means you got more tread on the tire for the real yes, games. Um, so I'll take him. He he reminded me a lot of what uh, Javante Williams was, just a little bit bigger. Um, I also want to throw out this real quick because I looked it up. Davis Mills had two stretches last year where he was week three to week eight where he's starting, and then week um, 13, week 18. Week 13, week 18, he was QB 11, and he was averaging wow. 16 points a game. And then obviously week three to week eight, he was actually QB 29 where he was averaging 11 points a game. So you can see as the season went on, he just got that much better. Yeah, indeed. Justin, that would have been great when we talked about Davis Mills. Nick, what do you think about the running back? <laughs> uh, I'm going to be kind. It's going to be a lot what Justin said. Uh, if if you got to stream one, uh, pick them up. But I wouldn't I wouldn't draft any of their running backs. Uh, I don't 
think any of them are quality starters. Like you may say, uh, Marlon Mack, uh, if you're going to, he might be a sleeper, but more or less he's going to be a streamer. So I don't, I'm not really looking for big things. As far as Damien Spe- uh, Pierce goes, the most rushing yards he's had. Now, Justin said that he was a change of pace back. The rushing, the most rushing yards he has was last season. That's, he was like 500 and change out of, out of Florida. So look for more of the same for him. Um, and of course, Burkhead's got to have his, his one bright spot. And then, you, then you won't hear from him again. <laughs> so, quick note about Damian Pierce before we move on. And I say it in the receivers end. He scored on once every seven attempts, which is incredible. That is actually a very cool stat indeed. I, but where were those attempts made, I guess, would be the question. There's goal line or, you know, because then that, Well, yeah. I mean, most likely oh, it was. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, Still. I, Larry, you, you sound like you agreed with us. Are you, you, we're still on point with that with the Texans backfield? Oh, yeah. I, I, I feel like, Pierce, if, if you're going to take a flyer on somebody or at least – like as the year goes along, if you have to go onto the waiver wire, you want to keep an eye on Pierce because, you know, if you talk, if you were to talk to the draft draft experts, they were all incredible. That's their favorite pick by the Texans of the whole draft. They love mm-hmm. that pick. They think Pierce can really turn into something. The running backs are typically the, the the position where you steal guys in the middle to late rounds. And the Texans, this is a Casario draft choice that he wants. To do well and, and and this team is basically like a he's a second coach out there because he, he's very involved in things and the fact that he was uh this is his draft where you know he picked this guy he, he wants him to succeed so I, I think Pierce with any sort of success they're going to put him out there more and more and you know you said it the explosive plays once out of every seven times he touched the the football and you know, you want those guys in the NFL that don't have a lot of tread on the tire. We've, we've learned that over and over again. When they have tread on the tire in college, they're not as good in the pros. Yeah. Interestingly and enough, Joe Burrow had the same stats. <laughs> Back to another Joe Burrow reference. No, you're exactly right. Not all, not also you want the guys with a lot of tread, but guys who can score touchdowns to your point. All right, Matt, what do you think? You got anyone in that Texans backfield? You mentioned, you mentioned uh-huh. the earlier. What do you think? I, I'm kind of like you guys. I, I wouldn't go draft anybody, but uh, on the waiver, um, like Robert said earlier, we got Green, um, we got Can from uh, Jacksonville. Brett fits perfect in the West Coast scheme, like um, Pep Hamilton runs. So I think the run game is going to improve four times better than it did last year. Uh, if you are going to pick a Texan running back, I would pick Pierce for this reason. He is a hell of a catch in the backfield. He is very good with his hands. So if you need a all-purpose running back, that's your man. So a PPR, maybe mm. dark horse stash indeed. All right, let's go to the receivers. Obviously, Brandon Cooks, the big dog in the house. Um, you know, number you got tw- number 20th in 2021. Excuse me, I'm getting all these 20s out. Um, this year I got him 14th. I like I still I do like David Davis Mills to improve a bit. I like this offense to improve a bit, which means Brandon Cook's stats are going to improve a little bit. So I like him to move up a bit into that 14 range. Um, you know, again, I mentioned earlier with the doc, always seems to be that forgotten about guy in fantasy that really puts up big points. 
Um, John Mechie, we just, you guys talked about him. Um, we, you know, you talked about him being ready, having the off season knee surgery again, doing my research late, not asking the doctor about him. That would have been smart. So my bad on that. Um, Nico Collins also talked about him number. Uh, he was 91 last year in 14 games, but some good promise for him as well. Justin, my friend, talk to me about the Texans receivers. Uh, the only one I want is Brandon Cooks. I'll take him at uh, wide receiver 24 right now. Uh, it, it's only because, you know, on a bad offense, your wide receiver one is practically a wide receiver two in fantasy eyes. Um, everywhere he's gone, he hits a 1,000 yards, um, and then the touchdowns are just extra. It's a little extra money for him. Um, I think, you know, he's the best option they've got. Uh, if I have a deep league, I'll pile on Nico Collins and John Mechie, but it has to be a real deep league for uh, those two. Um, like I said, I think Nico Collins still has potential, but he still has to show something on the field. He wasn't highly productive in college either, but he did have those uh, standalone games where he would have big yards, you know, big chunk plays. So, yeah, I- I'm going to go with Cooks, and the other guys can surprise me on the waiver wire. Nick, what say you, sir? Um, right now, I have him at 14, but as I'm lo- looking, I can slide him down to 16 uh, because you know I, I'm I'm not sold on on Davis Mills, and I don't know what that offensive line is is going to be. Now this is in PPR, uh, so I'm going to um, hold my other opinions to let the guests speak. But I would hold them at 16. All right, Matt, what do you say? You think we're in the right spots? Uh, I say top 10. Yeah. Dave, uh, Brandon Cook is going to be top 10. Uh, he has the same numbers as Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill in career. So, I mean, mm-hmm. he is that type of receiver. And plus, last year he was, he was what did you say, 20th last year? And yep. that was two two different quarterbacks. Now he, right. he practiced with one quarterback. Uh, we got uh, Tunzel and Howard back, who are both great left tackles. So, um, we had 11, sa- 11 sacks less than we did with Deshaun Watson. So that's just going to improve. So I th- I think Cooks is going to, and like you said earlier, Cooks is the uh, is his main option. So I think he's going to eat. And um, if Nico Collins stays healthy, uh, he had a lot of injury problems. He missed like I want to say four or five games last year. Um, if he stays healthy, he can be that guy. But I think Mechie is going to be the dark horse of of the receivers, uh, especially the rookie class. Uh, put him in that slot with that speed. It's just a uh, you know a uh, recipe for destruction well you mentioned two quarterbacks also missed the game as well so definitely if he stays healthy and stays in there got could be top 10 you might be right robert what do you say yes i think it's closer to 14 and 16 than it would be to 10 but the key thing with davis mills that i think a lot of people don't know unless you watch the texans which nobody did unless you were a texans fan and there's not (laughs) many of those left around houston so um but but the key is davis mills is a is a very, very good deep passer, very accurate deep mm-hmm. passer. And if he gets more time this year, and we think the running game is going to be better, we think the offensive line, you can actually run play action, and maybe they might think for like you know a millisecond that we're, that we're, we're actually going to run the football and it's a real deal, then he can go deep, and, and that opens things up for, for Brandon Cooks. You give him a little bit more time, maybe he gets a little bit more space between him and the cornerback. So if there if there could be a surprise, it's Brandon Cooks because I mean the fact that he got a thousand yards last year, the thousand yards with with that garbage offense last year, and with the rookie quarterback, and with 
two different quarter. It's unbelievable. And you have to have major respect. Brandon Cooks is the one of the most underrated guys in the entire NFL because to, to do what he's done with so many different teams and so many different quarterbacks is amazing. Yeah, indeed. It's like him and Kirk Cousins should just have their own Rodney Dangerfield type team. No respect. <laughs> um, and they really exactly. do put up they really do put up the stats. All right, Justin, this is your shine here because you mentioned this guy earlier. Talk about the tight end to close it out. Brevin Jordan, um, last year number 44, and that was in eight games. But it looked like him and Jordan um, Aikens, if it is. He was 63, but the stats were almost the same. So now it looks like, though, Brevin Jordan all by himself now as the main guy expecting big things. What say you? Uh, I got him at tight end 26. I'm not expecting a major year, but I am expecting a respectable year that will jump into something bigger. Uh, Hyper-athletic, if he keeps his weight down, um, he'll be just fine. Um, for me, I look at him as somebody that I would take as, you know, a flyer in a best ball league If you know, last rounds coming around, Brevin Jordan's on the board. I'll take him because I think he's going to have, you know, a week or two where he has a hundred yards and a touchdown. I think he, he can definitely have a week where he has two touchdowns. You know, Davis Mills would be very smart to target him in the red zone when they get down there. So, you know, as of right now, he's tight end 26, but definitely, you know, that's something that I can move him up or move him up a little bit, maybe to tight end 20. Well, we have our big sleeper show. That might be somebody, Justin, might be letting us, we'll be talking about in the tight end position. Nick, do you? what do you say about What do you think? Uh, I got him at 31 right now. He it, He's a home run or a strikeout. So, uh, you know, his, his, his best uh, position on the field is five yards and in. So uh, if he can get them uh, touchdowns, he'll be good. But otherwise, you don't really see much of him. Uh, but as Justin says, Davis Mills has got to target him. Uh, he's very good down, down the goal line. He's probably their number one target. For he's, he's big bodied. He can move people out of the way. Just jump up and get it. Robert, what do you say? He caught a couple of touchdowns last year. He looked like somebody with real potential. And this Texans offense uh, badly needs somebody for Davis Mills to outlet the ball when he's in trouble. And you'd need somebody at the goal line because as good as Brandon Cooks is, you know, he's not a big, tall guy. He's not a lanky guy. He's not going to give you that near the goal line. So, you know, Brevin Jordan makes a whole lot of sense, you know, as somebody that could, could rack up some touchdowns if they decide that they're going to go with him and the main guy. That The problem is with the Texans, you just don't know – what's going to happen because they, they they just keep going through tight ends. It's like a car wash. There's somebody new every year and they go through it. And it's like, well, he's looking all right, but then he, he flames out. So who knows, but you know, this is the guy that of all the Texans uh, tight ends that you would think it might finally uh, show you something, maybe flash you something. And, and, you know, we're hoping with Brevin Jordan, but man, I, if, if I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to draft the Texans tight end in, in a fantasy league. The rebirth of Owen Daniels, maybe. Who knows? Matt, what say you? You like Brevin Jordan this year? Uh, not to draft. In the super in, in, a, in a wire, yes. Pick him up. Um I like he said, uh, like Robert said, uh, he was great in the end zone. Uh to me. Like he also said, not a lot of people watch the Texans game, but if you did, you would see those uh, those catches remind you of Antonio Gates, the way he caught the ball. So uh he's a real good uh, red zone threat. Last year, you had Farrah Brown and Jordan Akins. Both of them are gone. So, he's the main uh, main target. And, again, Pep Hamilton's West Coast offense is tight end friendly, uh, especially 
for a catching room uh, tight end. So I, I think he's going to have a good year if he stays healthy. Boy, if you're question. if you're a Houston Texan fan tonight, you are feeling the glow. I mean, you're talking Brevin Jordan, Antonio Gates. We're talking Davis Mills, Joe Burrow. I mean, the Texans. Yes, sir. Big expectations <laughs> this year, Robert. My, Matt, appreciate you guys coming in. Robert, let's start with you. Let everyone know where they can subscribe and find all your great stuff at, my friend. Uh, Houston Sports Talk, the podcast, everywhere you find a podcast, Spotify, Apple, uh, Stitcher, um, Google, every, pretty much anywhere you, you look, uh, we're, we're out there. And uh, we also have a, a YouTube channel. You can just look under my name, Robert Land, and you'll find uh, some of our content up on there as well. I'm putting out, uh, I'm putting out some classic stuff every single day on the youtube channel but it's houstonsportstalk.net is the website and uh hope people find the podcast and enjoy it and and give us some feedback we'd love to hear from you yeah go on hit subscribe especially you're a houston fan it's all things houston from my friend robert that was great thanks for coming on tonight matt let everyone know where they can find all your great stuff my friend yeah, you can uh, find all streaming services, uh, the Texan Fan Battle Podcast and the AFC South Fan Battle Podcast. Uh, we got a YouTube channel, Texas Fan Battle on Twitter the same way. Uh, we have great guests. Uh, we, we have a little Kiki, a little Flip coming on, um, and also Paul Wall. So we, we bring more than just football. We bring culture. So make sure you check check us out and find me at A1Day1Texans on Twitter and my co-host, Bithboard Crenshaw. So it's great stuff. We we love talking Texans and hating on Deshaun Watson. So check us out. <laughs> I'm sure lots of Texans fans will enjoy hating on Deshaun for sure. Go check out my boy Matt, all his great stuff. They got a great, great podcast. This is the second time Matt's actually come on. He was with us last summer. Poor Fred's not here. He was trashing the AFC South so much. I found a podcast that was about the AFC South. I had to bring him on. I had to see what Fred had to say about the AFC South. He's always trashing them anyway. But big things coming up, I think, for the AFC South this year. At least at least they're better than last year. That's what we'll at least say. Hey, Commiss- uh, uh, last year, you brought up last year, we had a bet with Freddie. I want to make a bet with Nick. Are you up to it, Nick? Oh. Hmm. Right. Sure, what is it? <laughs> So I'm going to that that game against the the Philadelphia. I bet you fifty dollars to Toys for Tots that the Texans win. So if the Texans win, you pay fifty bucks to Toys for Tots. Let's go a hundred. Sounds great. I, I'm down. That's even better. <laughs> Nick is feeling it. He's like, yeah, let's go hundred. I'm doubling. <laughs> it's for the kids. It's for, for the kids. Cars, it's right? for the yeah. kids. Indeed. All right. That's what we talked about all night. Hey, it's for the kids. Lovey Smith, Christmas. I mean, I, I can't get off that. It's just the greatness. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys coming in. This has been a lot of fun. I was kind of was, was a little like you know, anxious before we started. Like, man, it's Houston Tech. But listen, it's been great. We've got a lot of great stuff. Some good potential fantasy stuff, too, guys. So make sure you watch out this year. We appreciate you guys, and we are out. We're on a
what it is. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.